In the name of one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, says the Lord. And before you were born, I consecrated you. When we are born, our God, who knows the number of hairs on each of our heads, engraves a name on our souls. And everyone, from the beginning of creation until now, carries this name deep within our very being. There are no exceptions. And each of us has the same name. We all have a name that is the being that we are in God's eyes, a name of who God created us to be. And our name is this, I am beloved and precious. I am beloved and precious. I'd like each of us to take just a moment, just a moment to say those words out loud. I am beloved and precious. If it is difficult for you, perhaps start with a whisper. I am beloved and precious. If you feel silly doing this, it's because these words are strangely hard to believe. It's easy to convince us that we are terrible people. Believe me, every time I have preached about sin and repentance, more than a couple people come up to me and say, were you talking about me? It's easy to convince us that we are of no value. What's hard is to get us to believe that God loves us. Now, usually children, very young children, around four or five years old, they have less trouble calling themselves beloved than we adults do. But it's only in babies' eyes that you can see straight through to their names. Because babies' eyes have a kind of a soft glow and a thinly veiled twinkle. And I sometimes think that I can see God's hand-etched name shining right through them. But what happens to us as we get older? Can you remember a time when somebody on the playground told you that we can't be friends anymore? Or the first time or the tenth time that you were picked last for the team? Maybe you could feel God's name begin to fade in you, way down deep inside. Remember the time when the teacher sent you out into the hall for talking and all you were doing was trying to help your neighbor? You remember the first B or C, stay with me folks, or D 
that you got on a test. And again, not only did you no longer feel precious, but perhaps you even began to feel, well, like you weren't feeling anymore. How about the time when you didn't get a valentine and everyone else in the class got a valentine? Do you remember that? Or the time when your mom or your dad yelled at you really, really loud? Did they not remember your name? Those other things weren't your name, were they? Could they even remember their own names? And then there was the time, you remember, the time that you prayed really, really hard for something, for someone, maybe a grandpa or a grandma or a spouse or a pet who was very, very sick. And it sure didn't look like God was doing anything to help. Did God even remember your name? You know, pretty soon that beautiful name that God gave us, it got covered up by hurt and lost behind the ugly names that life pastes on top. And our name got torn into little pieces by the destructive powers of the world that swirl around us. And oh, we're still anxious to be able to touch that name deep down inside of us, to feel that name again, to remember who we are in the eyes of God, of course, even grown-ups. We'll do anything for words of approval, for words of unconditional love. We might forget where to look for these words, but God never forgets. God never gives up on us. God always remembers who we are. God leans over to the exiled and the beaten people of Israel and proclaims through the prophet Isaiah, I have called you by name and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. You are precious in my sight and honored and I love you. Well, we are all beloved and precious. And it's too easy to forget how special we are and how beloved that we truly are. But today, we gather together to receive three new Christians. Amelia and Emmett and Rosalind. And today we receive them into the household of God. We mark them as Christ's own forever. And we vow that we who witness these vows will do all in our power to support these persons in life, in their life in Christ. And what we're doing here today is the great ritual of remembering and rebirth. We, as the body of Christ, I'm getting to the point. We, as the body of Christ gathered, we are God's beloved and precious. And we come together each and every Sunday to do this in remembrance of me, of Christ.
to come before God in the community of God's children and remember, remember who we are and whose we are. And if you think it's not important that you're here and that they are here, I'll tell you a quick story. When I first attended the Episcopal Church, it's 1997, and the liturgy, how we did church, was so familiar to me. It was as if it had been deeply engraved on my soul. So much so that I called my mom and I said, hey, I've had this experience and it was amazing. And I kind of threw her back and she was really adamant and said, no, that's not possible. We're Presbyterian. (laughs) But you know, when you apply for postulancy, when you wish to be ordained, you have to show that you are baptized and that you are confirmed. Thank goodness the canon to the ordinary is here. I will claim this now. In many countries, a baptismal certificate, it can still be used as proof of birth. And in our own country, a baptismal certificate can be used as secondary identification that says you are a citizen. So, You have to show your confirmation and your baptism. I had my confirmation certificate. I didn't have a baptismal certificate. I called my mom and I said, Mom, am I baptized? She said, don't be foolish, we're Presbyterian. (laughs) Of course you're baptized. I said, do we have a baptismal certificate? And she said, no, we don't, but I've got a picture from that day. So with picture in hand... I called the chapel where I was baptized, the Chapel of the Centurion at Fort Monroe in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, and I said, hey, I'm baptized, and they said, hey, we've got no proof. I said, hey, I've got this picture, and the good news is, I am a baptized Christian. In a military chapel, you've got everybody worshiping at the same time in the same place, different hours. So the Catholics are on Saturday night. The serious Catholics are early Sunday morning. Then there are the Protestants. Then there are the Catholics. Then there's a Protestant. So back and forth, these services go so long and short. I have a letter from the United States Department of Defense that says I'm a baptized Christian. Turns out churches are notorious everywhere for not having records. So the rest of the story, and this is where it gets important for you. Christmas of 2008, my mom says, I got a package coming in the mail to you. You're going to want to open it. I get that package. I rip it open. I see that my baby book is in that package. And I open up the cover, and my baptismal certificate falls out. And it's signed by the bishop of the armed forces of the Episcopal Church. So from infancy to the age of three, I attended Episcopal Church, Episcopal Liturgy. So I spent the first three years of my life attending every week with the body of Christ gathered to do this in remembrance of me. That's how important it is that we bring babies and children to church. Because when my life fell apart 
and my body and my mind didn't know where to turn, God spoke the name that had been engraved on my soul. And deep within me, I knew to come home. It is good and a joyful thing to remind our little ones each and every day that they are beloved and precious. Because in just a few minutes, you're going to vow to do so. You're going to vow to support them, to help them look themselves in the eye and hear the words, I am blessed and precious. That is my name. I am loved and I am special. Help them to write that on their hearts every day. And this is very much like the golden rule. It's for everyone. Not just some of God's children, not just many of God's children, not just most of God's children, but for all of us. And while you're at it, take a look at yourselves in the mirror. Look yourself in the eye and say, I am beloved and precious. I am special and I am loved. And say it until you believe it. And believe it because it is true. You are beloved and you are precious and you are loved and you are special. Whisper that with God. I am beloved and precious and rejoice.